Today, we will kick off the weekend with Grammy-winning music star Alanis Morissette. And from the White Lotus to the Great White Way, Michael Imperioli is here. Plus, our friend Darren Karp stops by with what's popping in pop culture. From Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza, it's today with Hoda and Jenna. It all starts right now. Here we are. Here we are. It's Friday, December the 15th. Ten days until ten Christmas. Days. That's right. Ten days, ten days. Okay, this is should be our goal for this what? weekend. What? Not to feel like we need to rush no around stress. and buy a bunch of things. Let's just roll into it. <laughs> Carefree. Carefree Christmas. Carefree. You know what? There is a panic that happens when you're like, just right get around me today. any gift. It doesn't matter what it is. No. It'll be a little closer before that panic sets in. Oh, mine sets in right around right today. Right about now? Oh, yeah. Because right. you know, this is really, there's one other weekend, but this is really the weekend. Yes. Without this, because next weekend you're planning people maybe arriving, you have to go places, you're, ra- you know, That's you're cr- wrapping. Yes. So mm-hmm. let's just not worry. Let's just let it roll off. I mean, if you can, great, but it doesn't really matter. Think about all your panic last year. Just put yourself back in that place this yes. time last year. When you were panic buying and wrapping and giving, you can't remember what you gave. You no. can't remember what you and got. And nobody cares. Nobody. You didn't remember what I gave you. Remember? What was it? That Sweat little pants? pillow. <laughs> that pillow that said, Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. I thought it was cute, but you gave it away. It was in your to-be-gifted closet. But you know when you're Wait, panicking? Do you want me to out you? Because I can. Yes. <laughs> do you want me to out you on the on the to-be-gifted? The boxes of gifts that you re-gift. I do not re- <laughs> I do not. You mean my gift closet? My gift closet? Is that what you mean? We all have a re-gifting area. Don't you too? <laughs> yes, of course. But by the way, I can totally because. imagine you getting ready to go somewhere, being like, oh, I don't have anything, and going to that little closet and pulling out the pillow I gave you last year that you felt like, do I really need it? Um, I like the filthy animal uh, comment we on it. We put sometimes our, like, some of our kids' toys. Oh, you do? In the re-gift? Before, like, if they get it from birthday. <laughs> wait, 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 back up. <laughs> wait, wait, back up, back up. So... They get a birthday they present. Get too many presents so from you the kids hide in their class. Oh, so, so we hide some. I, we mainly can only do it to one child who will remain nameless. Poppy. No, the youngest How? one who doesn't really right. know. But right. and then so he, you take. So then, you're like open these, and while he's opening, you're you're swirling, swirling away some of the presents, I and then those later become gifts under the tree for Christmas. Well, or to other children, <laughs> or to other children. Is that bad? No, it's actually don't it's tell, not. Y'all better don't, not tell. Don't tell. All right, y'all. Olivia Rodrigo. She oh, performed yeah. this week on NPR's Tiny Desk concert, which is the best show. Tiny, think about that. It's called Tiny Desk Concert. Taylor Swift has done it. I mean, a million Everyone, people Usher. have done it. Yeah, Usher's done it. Uh, the Br- Bruce has done it. Like, everybody's done it. Okay. She was taking a poetry class at USC. Which I also love because she's been, she's had a very successful last couple years, and she still found time, found time to go to college. And take a course in and something course that she in loves. And take a course in poetry. Something she loves. 
You know what? That would be a good New Year's resolution for everybody. Yes. Even if it's like an online class, a class in something you love. Yes. Like, why not? Yes. If you enjoy it, and now we're at a more curious state than we've ever been in, really, right. when you think about it. Yes. You know? Yeah, this age. This age right now, but good for her because she's. You know, when you're hot and everything's working, probably the last thing you're thinking about is, I think I want to further my education. But, but here she is. And she's doing something that she totally enjoys. And it feels, so she wrote a poem and turned it into a and song. And by the way, yeah, songwriting is in some ways very much like writing poetry. Yeah. So fun to be able to study poetry and write and have that creative. Okay, let's, we'll both just, do a class. I think it'd be fun to take a class of some sort, something that you really enjoy. Yes. I think it'd be fun. I'd like to learn more from Cheryl Porter. Yes. Okay, anyway. Um, um, oh, by the way, speaking of lyrics in a song, I love this story. Sarah Bareilles had mentioned this to me a while back, but she, uh, when she was, when she came out with her album, they wanted her to put a love song on it. And she said, no, I don't want to, I'm not in the mood to write a love song right now. And they're like, no, 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 we need a love song. Every album needs a love song. Her, the record people. Yeah. I said, no, thank you. They came back again. No, you have to write a love song. So you remember the lyrics? She didn't write one saying, okay, here it is. A she, fake love she song. She wrote she a told real love song. She told her truth, which is what she does. Oh my gosh, I love it. All right, so y'all probably have some holiday parties. Yeah. I feel like this weekend might have time, a party or two. Probably, yes. Okay, um, and we also know that New Year's parties are around the corner. Any party that there is, there's usually, you want to have an out time for the party. <laughs> okay. You want an in time, like kids parties, 11 to one. That's the party. You think you go to a full two hours? For kids. Now do you go full two hours. I do for two kids? for a kid party. Uh, Eleven to like one. About a, a Eleven to one. Hour yeah. and a half. Okay. Okay. But when you invite people into your home, yeah. how do you set that outside limit? Because there are guests who don't like to go home. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah there are those is that you judge judy that is not me i didn't know but there are ways to signal how to let people know the party's first over. of all i have two speeds mostly i'm in bed yeah. by 7 43 yeah, yeah. That, with that's a normal. child and a cat yeah. and sometimes henry and right. you know papers right and books and that's that's 99 percent of the time 90 no two percent two thank you for helping me do the math two to two percent yeah. of the t- time i like to stay out till 8 30 okay sue me 8 30 sue me okay do you want to go back and check with them how late we stood out, mom? Okay, but here's the thing. So this he, is hard because it's, it's hard true. To if you have an open house, you're not going to say seven to nine. Although, even if you do, as you said, there are some of us that at nine fifteen, it's time want to a dessert. You know the person who's always telling the long story, and you're like, it's over now. Okay, it's time to, you know, oh, I got one more, and because they're enjoying courting, sometimes the audience isn't enjoying this. It's over. It's done. It's over. So here's what's hard. How here's do what you, you get them do. out of your home? Some people. Now, Hoda, say, oh. you're really good at this. I just it's signaling people. Yeah, I now just, tell us how you've done it in previous years. I just go upstairs, or I'll when say when people are in your yes. home. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> Meredith Vieira. I still remember. Should I leave? She was downstairs, and I go, yeah, yeah, it's over, it's over. But I think there are ways to do it that are much more subtle. Okay. You can start cleaning up. Wow. Got an early morning tomorrow. Come get the Windex out and start cleaning up the table. 
What do you think? That's not very, that's just what I call passive aggressive. Okay, what, how I've should you do somebody it? somebody vacuum around my feet before. Maybe it's me. Hi, <laughs> I'm the problem. It's me. Um, I, my dad likes to say, what? and this is just when we're visiting, yeah. usually around 7.50, like we're not talking late. He's like, who's turning off the lights? <laughs> that's what he says. Who's turning, turning off, off the, the lights? lights. <gasps> Which signals... I'm going to bed. If you'd like to stay up and watch this Christmas film with all of your children, you're going to need to turn off Someone's got to turn off the lights. They actually had decorations, which I saw some lady post on Instagram that said something like, party ends at nine. Yeah. And she was she placed it up and her husband was like, why would you put that up? It seems rude. And she was like, no, please, please leave, leave by, by nine. nine. I think it's kind of cute. I think it's cool. By the way, I had this friend, this older friend of mine who's now passed, used to say, I'm a member of the nine o'clock club. And I was always like, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. He and I and I am, too. If there's not a nine at the beginning of the time, you start to kind of panic. Uh-huh. If your watch says that it's later than nine and to- you're not in bed, <laughs> you like go last goodbye. night I was reading with puppy and it was eight forty three and I had a massive. You were like, I've got, we so got to go to bed. How did get to here? We have to go to bed now. Okay. You want to know what's new in pop culture right now? Okay, we're going to tell you what's popping right after this. now with our friend pop culture expert and bravo personality darren carp who is about to fill us in on what is popping darren hey so what are you, you going to give us today all right hi ladies good to see you both you both are great all right here are the top five things that are popping right now okay. let's go okay all right number five number five naiad is out on netflix right now i don't know if you two have seen it but it is a fabulous film about the incredible long-distance swimmer diana naiad she is she is absolutely crazy this film centers on her lifelong dream of swimming from cuba to florida and to give you context that's 60 miles of sorry 60 hours of constant swimming in the open ocean water spoiler alert she actually manages to do it on her fifth attempt at age 64 annette benning stars as diana naiad and best friend Bonnie is starred by Jodie Foster. She plays her coach and her lifelong friend. It's a fabulous film. Oh my film. gosh. I haven't this even sounds I cried. Dying. I cried. No, we're cried. seeing that. Oh my gosh. I cannot wait. Okay, right. nothing is better than that, but yeah. you have something. What's <laughs> popping in number four? Yes, number four. Okay, this is another fascinating women's just sports feat. This is called Under Pressure Fight for the U.S. Women's Team to take home their three-peat World Cup. Mm-hmm. If you remember, we won, we won it brilliantly <laughs> yeah. uh, in 2015 yes. and 2019. I'm taking credit. No other team has won three World Cups in a row. Great, yeah. fun really to even too. watch with with young adults. Yeah, absolutely, kids. it's right, inspiring. Number three, Miss Darren, what you got? All right, as a headline put it, my favorite headline: uh, Tomato Girl walked, so Gingerbread Girl could run. That's right, people. Tomato, Tomatoes, who is tomato Girl. Tomato Girl was that like Italian le- le- leisure look, summer chic. She's having an apérol oh, spritz on yeah. the beach. Oh, She's yeah. being yeah. leisurely. But now she was friends with Coastal Cowgirl. Absolutely, yeah. she was definitely friends with Coastal yeah. Cowgirl. But now it's winter, so Gingerbread Girl is in. And to okay. give you kind of a context, it's like cottage core meets the holidays. Okay. <laughs> oh, folklore, gingham patterns, vintage dishware for baby. Ruffled bedding for that's, the cool. that's happening for the holidays. Popping, it's popping. Yes, it is. I'm making like gingerbread girls. I'm going to create a thing called a biscuit girl. Yeah. <laughs> just laying in your bed all I day long, like eating it. carbs. A girl. I'm a biscuit girl. Butter you're hot, biscuits you're yeah. with honey. Exactly. With honey. I'm okay, oh. what do you have for number two? I don't know. Biscuits with honey might yeah. be my number yeah. two. But Wonka is finally oh, yeah. out in theaters. We've heard the headlines. We've seen everything. Timothy Chalamet is starring as Willy Wonka as himself. To me, it's almost he's too. 
too perfect yes. for this role. Yes. But Hugh Grant stars as an Oompa Loompa. Oh my gosh, Loompa, I can't wait for that. Makes me smile. It's out in theaters today. All right, Dan, we can't wait. Number one of what's popping. This might be good for Biscuit Girl. Okay, this is the greatest thing in oh, fashion right now. The Tums bag is I need all that. the rage. Okay, this mimics the Chewy Bites Tums, which are my personal favorite Tums. This comes from Nick Bentle Studio, where he created amazing creations such as the Pasta we Bag. Okay, the it. Pasta Bag. Oh, you remember bag. it, of course. This sure. Tums bag actually first appeared at the Z100 Jingle Ball Red Carpet <laughs> with ABC singer Gail. This bag is currently sold out on Nick's <gasps> website, but you can still get it on Amazon. Oh. And I just happen <gasps> to have one here. You in do studio. not have it. Did you bring this for me as I, a Christmas gift? I mean, gift? and it's going to come with some Tums in it. I can't open, open it right. It. There we go. Oh, Tums. Now, Tums. 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 And those are the does two. Hot Biscuit Girl have this? Yes, Hot she does. Hot Biscuit Girl needs Hot it. Hot Biscuit Girl needs After it. that, you need some Tums. She lays in bed with a slice <laughs> in her Tums. You can fit everything. All you need is a okay, few Tums in there. So this is hilarious. Darren, we adore Thank you. you. Thank you. It's Happy coffee. holidays. You too. Coming up next, her music has influenced some of today's biggest artists. We are talking about Alanis Morissette. She's going to join us right after this. with a music superstar who is definitely someone you ought to know. We are talking about seven-time Grammy-winning singer and songwriter Alanis Morissette. Hi, Alanis. <laughs> we feel like we're old friends. I know. Like, just, I feel no, like all we, need, all we need are a couple of drinks and we could just really have a party. By the yes, way, we're asleep. I, exactly. <laughs> a nap together. We, yes. love, we love seeing you at this moment in mm. life. First of all, we loved you from before, from Jagged Little Pill, whatever that was, almost 30 years yes. ago. I mean, can you believe yeah, wow. it's been almost or I, I know. Sort of, yes. It's influenced so many artists who look at you as kind of their North Star. Mm. You've got Pink, you've got Taylor Swift, you got Kelly Clarkson, mm. all these women who are like, please sing with me. Yes. Did you did you realize the kind of impact that, that that music had? No, I think in terms of anticipating Glenn Ballard, who I was collaborating mm-hmm. with, and some of them uh, around us were saying, you know, you might sell 125,000 copies. And I remember having heard that number and having been blown away. Yeah. So, you know, I had no idea. I did have visions, though, of traveling the planet and doing shows and you did. blood, sweat, tearing all over this funny planet. So that part I had visions of, but everything else was was pretty surreal. As visions as if you were sort of like, I know I, I can know do this. this. I yes. manifest. This is the life I want. Yes, this is what I was born to do. Just show up in this kind of a way. And when I was really little in those journals that you write, mm-hmm. as one does in the first grade, yeah. um, <laughs> you know, I had nurse, teacher, all these archetypes, you know, and they've all been made manifest. So that's exciting. What do you mean? Like I wanted to be a, you know, the essence of a nurse. So yeah. a service in some way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Physical, emotional, yeah. spiritual. Yeah. Um, and then artists. There was actor in there. There was dancing, you know. It was just sort so of you get to do it. I get all, to scratch it. all the itches. I yes. mean, it's it, it's actually amazing to me because I don't know any album mm-hmm. that I can recite every single yeah. word oh, to. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Like yours, but yeah. I'm not the only one. Right. Like, I Obviously. sent a, a picture of your name to my sister today, and she was like, what? Oh. And you really were this, this and are, yeah. this person that helped us learn what heartbreak felt mm-hmm. like, what it meant to be feminine and a woman. Mm. I mean, does that feel like when you hear that? Because you were 19. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You were a kid. Is that... It's heady to hear it, and mm-hmm. at the same time, I just feel... 
initially when I write, it's for me, it's super indulgent. And then when I share it, it's not mine anymore. It's, yeah. it's yours to do with as you will. <laughs> so to hear people's personal stories is my favorite part, their interpretations. Well, Pink declared it before uh, her crowd about just how much in love she is mm. with you and your music. And what was her. that like yeah, singing with her? Well, during the 90s yeah. and early 2000s, it was pretty lonely and isolated. Yeah. The patriarchy was in fine form. And I just <laughs> felt like I was the only woman in a sea of, yeah. of, Man. of men, yeah. let's be honest. So these days, there's a little bit more of a sisterhood. There's a softening. So I feel more of a of a connection. And the mentoring is is really exciting for me. I know. Well, it's, it's like a baton handing over, you know, I got you. And when I was 19, 20, I kept looking around. Who's my mommy? Who can I lean on? You know, I kept thinking I'd be hanging out with all these celebrities. They'd be taking care of me. That wasn't the case in the mm-hmm. 90s. It is more so now, though. Mm. You, so you didn't have a woman that was like, okay, look. You can at, lean on. No. No. And that's hard <laughs> to did. say, right? But you yeah. know what's amazing is that you're changing that cycle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, the the life is changing. It, the evolution of our feminist yeah. movement is yeah. happening in yeah. real time, which is exciting. Um, but it's it's different now. There's less insulation and isolation for artists. Thank God. By the way, I love how you talk. I love how you think. <laughs> I love you everything like about every, her. Everything oh. you're saying. We have I want to dig deeper about this gap holiday yes, it's campaign yeah. because we were just talking about being in the trenches with <laughs> yes. our children, yes. and yes. we all have other children yes. in the age of no sleep. And okay, so this is your. Third. Yeah. Yes. And your right. kids are in it somewhere, right? Yeah. Yes. I just, all I remember having said to the team was, you know, this will be a, a noisy, hilarious <laughs> show. And it was. Oh my gosh. Oh my look God. At look this. at your cute fam. Did you oh. always want motherhood? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Ever since I was very little, I had photos. My parents have photos of me feeding my ba- my fake baby. So, yeah, archetypally, <laughs> I knew motherhood was in the cards. And other friends I have knew that it specifically wasn't totally. in the cards. Totally. Wasn't it? I can only give a thumbs up to when women know. Wow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we just mm-hmm. want to say thank you. Oh. We adore you. We're oh, so happy that you you're here. Me. Somebody's yes. going on tour. <laughs> Is that on. right? I heard about this. <laughs> Tell us. Yes. Next summer, going on tour with Joan. Jet. Oh, oh my god, Jet and Morgan Wade. So we're uh, having a tr- the Triple Moon tour. The and triple all that moon tour. <laughs> yes. Oh god, that's going to be Okay, Hoda and I are coming we're to coming. Howl at the Moon. Yes, please. We are. We're in the <laughs> Okay, look up yes. uh, where you can find your, the tours and tour dates. You're going yes. all over the place. June, July, August. Oh okay. my gosh, we yes. can't wait. Thank, thank you, you thank, you. thank you. so much. Coming up next, one of Santa's reindeer has made it to our studio. Let's see what he has in store for one of our Plaza friends when we play Suddenly Santa. It's Gerard. Right oh, after Gerard. Dinner. <laughs> Don't you like Gerard? He's having a good day. Yeah, sure is. It's the holidays and snow is falling, so let's go snowballing. Hey, enough of this stalling. It's suddenly Santa. All right, it's time for Suddenly Santa. We're going to make one Plaza Fans Day a little bit brighter. And here to play is Ruth Artie from Rehoboth Beach, Delaware. She's retired. She's on a girl trip with her friend Pat. Pat is over there. Hey, Pat. This is so exciting, isn't it? Okay, Ruth, here is how the game goes, okay? You're going to have a bucket of snowballs. Okay, right here. Right there in front of you. You're going to have 30 seconds on the clock to toss as many of them into these buckets. However many balls you get into the buckets equals whichever prize you choose. So if you get one ball, this one, and the prizes get a little bit and a little bit better, but we know you got this. Okay. And every time I miss, you push it closer. Uh-huh. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> All, All right. right. Step right up, Ruth. All right, so I'm going to pull this lever. 
And then as soon as I pull it, you're going to go. I'll tell you on your mark. Get set. On your mark. You can have a couple in your hand. Get set and go. Wow, almost. keep going, almost. One. one, you already got one, girl. Keep going, you got it. You got it, go, Ruth, go, Ruth, go. You go, can go Ruth. the same bucket if you want. Keep going, go as high as you want. Two, go, Ruth. Keep going, Ruth. Three, three, you, come on, four. You got it, girl, take your time. There you go, four and five. Oh, nice job. That's amazing. You got five out of six. Okay, Way to Ruth. go. Okay, you Ruth. You didn't just right get here. one. Nope. You didn't just get two. No. Ruth is Not good. Not three or four. Did you play softball? <laughs> okay. You got number five. Let's find out what you win. What is it? It looks like a clicker. This is a clicker. Guess what this? You can use your remote on your brand new Roku TV. Yeah. Gerard slash Rudolph comes right. out to visit us. More than 400 free channels oh, on wow. this baby. Come, 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 come Gerard. And we need meet you. Gerard. This is Gerard. He's our friend. Um, we're happy that you won. Pat, come on over, Pat. Come on, Pat. My cheering squad. That's right. All right. Congratulations, Ruth. All right. Coming up next, Emmy winner, actor Michael Imperioli. After this. Way to go, Emmy winner Michael Imperioli rose to fame back on The Sopranos and most recently starred on the second season of The White Lotus. Now the New York native is making his Broadway debut and an enemy of the people alongside Succession star Jeremy Strong. Hey, Michael, we're so happy you're here. Thank you. And we need to point out you've brought us something. Some mocktails? I brought you the Fleur de Lis, which is a mocktail. Yeah. Yeah. And this is... uh, on the cocktail menu at Scarlet, which is a new speakeasy that um, my wife Victoria designed and built. And um, look how know, beautiful it is. is. By the uh, way, what a gorgeous spot. Yeah, so this is raspberry, mint, lemon, mm. and non alcoholic rose champagne. Delicious. Well, that's really so delicious. Delicious. Yeah. So tell us cheers. about the speakeasy. Is that like something you've always dreamt of creating? Well, my wife and I had a bar. In Chelsea, mm-hmm. in the mid '90s to the mid aughts, that was a real late night mm-hmm. hangout for a lot of actors and musicians, and it was a lot of fun. And then we were out of that business for a long time, and we had an opportunity to be involved with a Upper West Side uh, restaurateur mm-hmm. named Jeremy Vladis, and he loved Victoria's design, mm-hmm. and so she created the look, the you know, the actual interior design mm. and the vibe mm-hmm. and uh, we teamed up with uh, Manhattan Mixology uh, Matt Burkhardt to design the cocktail program there so it's a specific environment yeah. you know it's very uh, intimate mm-hmm. relaxing you know it's kind of the art of the cocktail you know and that kind of service and um, we're going to have live music eventually we just opened last last week yeah Eventually, we'll have some live musicians there, but it's uh, on the Upper West Side. 
Cool. Amsterdam between 82nd and 83rd. It's so much fun. We got to yeah. go visit. We're, yeah. We will. I, you, you seem to hit, pick hit shows. I mean, you picked yes. The Sopranos. Like really, really, really hit shows. And then, and then White Lotus yeah. was like another home run. Were you surprised by the quick success of White Lotus? Well, White Lotus was a unique opportunity because yeah. it was kind of a new show because yes. it's a new cast, but it was already a hit. Right. Usually when yeah. you do a new show... You have no idea what's going to happen. Yeah. And if you come on to a show, usually it's like it's already running and you're joining right. the cast. This was like a weird hybrid of a new show and yeah. a hit. Yeah. Um, so that was pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. And know. it was so fantastic. Do you know anything about season three? Yeah. <laughs> Tell us. I know that it's shooting in Thailand. Yeah. Are you in it? I'm not in it because I'm doing a play on Broadway. Yeah. <laughs> which is why so you're that, here. Which is why you're here. Yeah. This is your first time on Broadway. Which is, when yeah. I said yeah. that earlier, it yeah. felt like that yeah. was wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I've done a lot of off-Broadway, off-off-Broadway mm-hmm. for many years. Um, but you know, I've gotten to do a lot of really cool things as an actor. Um, one thing I never did was a Broadway play. Mm-hmm. One of the things I on my list that I always wanted to do but never did, so... It's really a thrill. And what's the premise of this? Yeah, tell us. It is about a small town that has these mineral springs, and they build this big spawn resort that's going to really revitalize, mm-hmm. put the town on the map, make everybody a lot of money. And a doctor in the town who works for the spa finds out that the water supply might be poisoned. Mm. The mayor of the town, who's the doctor's brother, I play the mayor of the town, obviously doesn't want this information to get out, is not really totally sure if maybe this information is correct or doesn't want to believe that it's correct. So because it's going to destroy the economy of the town. Now, Jaws was actually inspired by Enemy of the People. If you remember, the mayor of the town didn't want everybody to know that there's a shark because that was going to ruin the summer, the big tourist season. and, And then if you think about how current these arguments about climate change or about the vax or no vax or mm. mass or science no mass shutting down the economy science yeah. ver- versus public policy and yeah. politics so in many ways it's extremely current these mm. issues mm. and um amy herzog the playwright um who's amazing did the, the the uh, m- this adaptation of the ibsen and uh it's really wonderful and really wow. i think very relevant and relatable I think it's pretty cool that you're a kid from New York yeah. who's never been on Broadway. H- here it goes. Yeah. Um, do you yeah. think you'll, do you get nervous before mm. things like that? Oh, live performance is always nerve wracking, you know, um, and Broadway, you know, right when I started going to acting school, when I was 17 after high school, Al Pacino was doing American Buffalo on mm. Broadway. Mm. And uh, that's still one of my mm. greatest memories being in a theater, you know, and I had just started acting classes and I saw that and I was just like, wow, you know, this is what I want to do. You know, well, we encourage people to come out yes. and see your play. Enemy of the people comes out on, on Broadway. It begins. It's in previews on February 27th. It officially opens March the 18th. It's a limited engagement, just 16 weeks. So people should yeah, uh, so if grab here, their tickets. Get yeah. your tickets yeah. now. Yeah. And we'll be back right after this. Coming up next week, get ready to shop the drop with actress and beauty entrepreneur Tracy Ellis Ross. We, we love, love her. her. Plus, actress Lily James and Cynthia Arriva will be here. And a performance by Nora Jones. Doesn't that sound fun? Yeah. All right, y'all. It's Friday. Just slow into it. <laughs> 